You got to clap, Morgan. Ah, uh, say again. You got to clap, mate. Oh, yeah. That was awful. That was awful. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Listening to Sapnin Podcast. Sapnin! Sapnin! You're listening to episode 104 of Sapnin Podcast with Sean Smith, that's me, and my good friend Morgan Richards, aka Mo Dick, aka the Big MD, <laughs> aka. I don't know, I couldn't think of any more. Here we are. Yes, it's me, Morgan Richards. This is our second year anniversary birthday special episode. And to celebrate, we've got a gracious guest that's always a present for everyone. Morgan, I see you. Yes, you do, Sean. Yes, you you do. Yes, this week's guest (laughs) is former guest. Um, He's been on twice before, technically twice before. He's been a favourite of mine. Um, since I've ever met him, let alone just being a guest, he's brilliant a lad as well. This week's guest is the beautiful human that is Charlie Simpson. Yes, one of our favourite people of all time, the wonderful Charlie Simpson, a guy who's inspired a whole generation of music listeners with all his projects from Busted, Fightstar and his solo stuff, is making his third appearance on the podcast to celebrate all this wacky achievements with us and just to have a laugh he's released his first new piece of solo material in four years so we thought why not get him back on we can just relax talk about everything and have a bloody good time and a bloody good time we did have indeed so uh yeah thanks again to charlie for uh replying to my text and then giving us the time to sort out this podcast uh this week uh it means the absolute world to us what a blessing i love that because he's been on before that we don't have to you know do the old rigmarole of this is what it's about and all this like he just gets it we sat down we had a laugh he showed us his uh i gotta finish that sentence studio <laughs> and his long hair he showed us yeah. he whipped his long hair out mm-hmm. um that was interesting but yeah it was super good to see him super good to catch up with him and his new song i see you is very 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 good indeed 
Yes, it is. It's an incredible, credible track. And if you're listening to Sapling Podcast for the first time, both myself and Sean have known Charlie for a number of years in different roles. I've interviewed him loads of times as a journalist myself. Sean's toured with him back in the Blackout and Fight Star days. And yeah, he's just coming back on to have a lovely chat about some secrets about his career. We find out some things that we didn't get to talk about last time around on this full episode, on episode 19. And yeah, just get to get all the latest on his new single. He's launched his own record label, built his own home studio. So it's going to be a whale of a time to celebrate this second year anniversary. Yeah, if you've got any questions or you'd like to suggest a guest for the future or uh, just get in contact with us, please check us out at Sappening Pod on Twitter and Instagram. That's at S-A-P-P-E-N-I-N-P-O-D. That's at S-A-P-P-E-N-I-N-P-O-D. But Sean, never mind all that for a second. Happy anniversary, oh, brother. It's us two oh, years. Yes. Two years, you and me. Yes, it is. We've made it this That's far. That's mad, isn't it? That is mad. That is absolutely bonkers. Who'd have thought we would have got this far? Who'd have thought we would have had some of the guests we've had on? Some of the guests we got coming up are, sh- uh, are unbelievable as well. It's just, it's just incredible, really. I can't believe that we've. You would have thought somebody would have come along by now and gone, stop doing that, boys. For God's <laughs> sake, you would have thought like Acast or Spotify or whatever you get your podcast yeah. from would have got in touch with us and be like, boys. Come on now, grow up, will you? Yeah. <laughs> so I'm trying to live your dream of <laughs> talking to people you like. But no, I know we get some, I know we have some sappy moments and we get a bit wholesome and then emo on this podcast because, you know, that's what it's for. But honestly, like, I can still remember vividly the day that we launched this and the first episode coming out and being extremely nervous and excited and to think that was two years ago now and all the experiences we've been lucky enough to have from doing this podcast from just the relationships with guests to creating a whole patreon community and just everything that's come along with that is absolutely beautiful so thank you to every single one of you who's helped us uh, get this far and supported us along the way honest to god you don't believe how much it means it, it, it is a lot um but sean i had a quick look on online earlier and apparently uh, well i don't want to say we're a married couple because technically and legally we're not i didn't we didn't get we didn't get married on one of those festival hurry up episodes. and finish this what are you saying <laughs> for, a, for a second year anniversary you're supposed to get um cotton apparently is the gift of choice so is there anything cotton you'd like me to get you? I, I, apart from socks, I can't think of anything. No, not cotton, mind. Second year anniversary is cotton. It's pants or socks, isn't it? It's like, yeah. Some socks would be nice, yeah. Okay. I'd like a bat or a sapling bandana. Yeah, we could, well, we could launch some sapling socks. We haven't got any plans. I don't know why I was saying it that way. Is it yeah. worth it? Socks. Socking in. No, no, nobody cares. <laughs> no, nobody cares. Um, yeah, if uh, you've got any wacky merch ideas, get in touch with us at the um, address that I read out earlier by mistake. Um, yeah, just just to go on from what you said, like the fact it's been two years is absolutely insane. And you talked about launching the p- patron and stuff. I remember distinctly being in Swansea on the Kingsway at my friend Charles's barber shop. Yeah. You know, we were discussing 
stuff we should do for the Patreon. And we were like, I don't think this is ever going to take off. <laughs> I don't think anybody will ever join this. And the fact that people have, and I've made such an amazing community. It's just mind blowing. It's genuinely fucking mind blowing. Like I can't, I know I say it every week and it's got to be annoying. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but I love this group. This group has done more for each other. And, myself and themselves than I ever could imagine they would have ever have done. Like, I'm seeing a community come together and love each other more than anything I saw with some of the blackout stuff. Mm. Like, And the blackout was, I hate to say it, probably way bigger than, than we currently are as a podcast. But just seeing all those people come together and fucking look after each other and love each other has been such... It's been the best part of this. Yeah. I can't... I can't deny that. Um, don't get me wrong. Getting to see and chat with some of these people has been amazing. Get to reconnect with old friends has been amazing. But my one thing to take away from this is the unbelievable quality of people in the Patreon group. So thank you very much. If you've been a Patreon, if you are a Patreon, if you're considering being a Patreon, do it. Come on. Yeah. It'll be a laugh, man. Yeah, we don't mean to... We don't mean to go on with everything, but we, we have to say because it, it just means that much to us. But if you've enjoyed any of these episodes over the last two years or experienced some new secrets into the music industry, then why not check out patreon.com forward slash sapnin. As Sean mentioned, there's a whole community of lovely, lovely bastards who have helped each other out, helped ourselves out, and we wouldn't be able to get to an anniversary like this if it wasn't for them. And this is loads of goodies and stuff. Um, if you're listening to this on release, then on Saturday, the 21st of November, we're going to be doing a whole celebration with them and a gigantic Zoom call where there's, there's talks about uh, not only a Q&A session with both myself and Sean, but a load of games and a quiz, which there could be a prize. We haven't decided on that yet. But if you want to get involved with everything, patreon.com forward slash sapnin. But shall we just celebrate this in style now, Sean? Because we thought the best possible way to mark two years is to have a guest who's been one of our favorite humans, who's been one of the most requested before his first appearance. And we're just going to have a jolly good time of learning secrets about every single thing he's ever done. Yes. Again, this week's guest is the fantastic Charlie Simpson. I suggest after this, go in and checking out ICU, the video, and ICU, the acoustic version, because they're both brilliant. But other than that, let's take it away. Let's get into this. What a laugh. I remember nearly falling off my chair laughing at one point and crying laughing. So thanks again to Charlie. Thank you to Morgan for being my friend for two years or putting up with me for two years. <laughs> I know it's been a struggle. <laughs> But we've managed this so far. Let's hope we get at least another six months out of it. Fucking something! Something! Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. 
They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Sapnin! 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 Yes! Yes! <laughs> yes! You are listening to Sapnin Podcast with Sean Smith and Morgan Richards. This is episode 104. This is our second birthday anniversary special with one of our favourite guests, if not favourite people of all time. Mm-hmm. He's one of your favourite people as well, apparently, according to all the comments we get about his <laughs> lovely face and voice. Ladies and gentlemen, this week's guest is the absolutely beautiful Charlie Simpson. Yes. Hello. Yeah. Happy yeah. birthday to you. Oh. Happy birthday to you. <laughs> Happy birthday, dear Sapnin. Happy birthday to you. <laughs> wow. Thank you very much. That's that concludes <laughs> the birthday episode. Thank you very much, Charlie. <laughs> Imagine that. Imagine that was all of it. That was fucking brilliant. Charlie, wow. thank you. Yes. How are you? Yeah, very good. I mean, what 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 a changing world it's been since I was last on the show. Mm. Yes, well, yeah, very well, much so. It's lovely to see you again. I mean, it's unfortunate it's uh, through a computer, but yeah, your third All appearance, good, your third appearance on Sapmin. So thanks for taking the time and celebrating with us, mate. Love it, absolutely. Always a big fan of you guys. So um, thanks for having me back on, man. No pleasure, pleasure. We've got, I've got to start though by saying, obviously, the first time you were on was backstage at a busted show. We talked really in depth about your whole career and everything but the second time you came on was backstage at slam dunk and you called us all cunts so i'm 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 excited i'm excited to see what version of charlie this is gonna have to be on this time (laughs) you know what the the slam dunk i was i was i'd had a i'd had a a few tipples that day and i i gotta be honest i don't really remember being uh what what i said but um yeah no i'm 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 pretty chilled this evening uh i think i was was, you know i was uh I was in party mode that day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was actually a really fun day. Yeah. Well, it was a, yeah, no, it was a brilliant day. It was an absolutely <laughs> brilliant day. I remember us previously saying to you at the Busted show, oh, you should get busted to play Slam Dunk or something like that. And you just looked me dead in the face. I was like, yeah, I don't know. And then months <laughs> later, we were in Slam Dunk. And I'm like, I wonder who the secret band is today. And then all of a sudden... <laughs> We're in the press tent and I see fucking Charlie coming over, looking a little bit shiny in the eyes. And he comes over, big hug, big kiss. It only turns out they fucking smashed Slam Dunk like it was absolutely expected. Yeah. Oh, um, mate, it was nuts yeah, that day. What a good day for you. Yeah, it must have been... What was that feeling well, the funny, like? The, the, like funny, the funny thing is, it's like... You know, but we, we Busted never would have played Slam Dunk uh, how many years ago. I mean, mm. how old is Slam Dunk now? It's old, oh, Busted is older than Slam Dunk, isn't it? 
Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, 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 definitely, yeah. definitely. So, I mean, but had it been around, um, you know, that sort of Warp Tour-esque lineup, then we never would have played it, and it, I don't think it would have gone down particularly well back in the day. But literally, you couldn't get in the tent this time. And, you know, similar, similar thing happened to Glastonbury. So it's just, it's like, it's it's a lovely sort of turn of events now for people to be like, you know, really enjoying it. And I feel like there's some real love out there um, for that. So, no, it's great. It was great fun, and then got absolutely smash-o'd afterwards. <laughs> 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 yes, yes, we, yeah, I think we all did. I think we all did. Um, well, yeah, what a great me. day. What a great day. Well, no, not you, Morgan, not yeah. straight edge Morgan. <laughs> I mean, how, I mean, how are you straight edge, Morgan? Yeah, yeah, I've never, I, drank I did know that. Any, I did know that. I did I've never that. drank anything, I've never taken any sort of drugs apart from like you know, calpol or, or so. I mean, well, that would be just fascinating just for science, just one day to get you absolutely plastered and just see what happens, just film you. That could be a sapling, that could be that could be my next sapling appearance. Can we do uh, that, please? Or just what, just get drunk? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't think I don't think anyone wants to hear what would come out of my mouth if I was drunk on this. Oh, good lord, no. oh my god, <laughs> I'm scared, Jesus I'm scared Christ. thinking about this now. Oh my, well, we had we had Simon Neil on a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> And <laughs> if you listen to the intro and outro of that podcast, Morgan I literally just, spends all the intro and outro masturbating over Simon. No, like it's, it's calm. He's so gorgeous. He's so gorgeous. He's a good looking man. He's I, a lovely yes. man. He's a yeah. lovely man. He is a lovely man as well, but... Yeah, let's talk about life. What's, what have you been... Like, apart from the music, which we will get to... <laughs> yes. What, yes. the, um, what else so have you been up to? I mean, basically, my main thing that has happened over the last eight months, I've built a brand new recording studio, which I'm super pumped about. I basically, I got to um, about February this year, and I was like, okay, I'm going to go and record my solo stuff, which I was super excited about. I've been writing for the last, you know, few months. And... Um, Suddenly lockdown happened. I was like, fuck, you know, I'm, I'm not going to be able to record um, anything, which is going to sort of delay the whole process. And obviously, you know, you know, COVID was, you know, shit situation. So, you know, everyone, everyone had to deal with it. But I was like, what way can I sort of make the best of the situation? And I thought, you know what, I'm, I'm just going to sort of do the thing I'd always dreamt about and build a full-blown recording studio. So I've like literally built a space, um, live drum room, proper you know, oh. audience, mixing desk, the whole the whole shebang. I've nice. never got a set foot in a commercial studio ever again. And um, <laughs> and it's like, and it's great, man. And now, and now I'm sort of self-producing my stuff, um, which is something I've always wanted to do as well. So it's been, it's been crazy, man. Like if I'd, if I'd like a year ago, if I'd said to myself, I was going to be, where I am now, um, with regards to the amount that's happened, I'd have been, I wouldn't have believed you. So yeah, it's been a, it's been a crazy ride, but I'm really, um, you know, really happy with how mm. it's all turned out. It, obviously the situation has been awful for the world, but you know, if you've got to try and look for positives and things and, uh, you know, it did give me the time to, to, to do that. So, um, it's just been a weird time, man. Like the music industry basically has just been put on hold. The world's been put on hold, but everyone's sort of got to find, try and find the positives in every situation. So I'm sure there's other stories of people doing things they wouldn't have done had this not happened you yeah know? yeah but that's crazy to see that you know straight away the your first reaction was like well fuck it i'll build my own studio i mean yeah w- w- was it a long thought process or was it just no, it something- about five minutes i was like fuck you COVID. <laughs> um, um no, it, it, no it's, it's honestly the thing is it's something that i thought about doing for a long time but i there, there's so much planning that goes into building a studio and also a lot of knowledge that i sort of wanted to acquire because i started basically recording um 
you know, post 2000 when everyone was recording with computers. And, and I really wanted to sort of learn the analog way. And so, you know, I bought this desk and I've just learned so much more in about recording in the last eight months than I have in the last 20 years. And so that's been an incredible, I've spent sort of 15 hours a day just just doing research and all sorts of stuff. And it's funny because everything that, um, I mean, this is going to get a bit techy and boring for some people listening, but like every, every everything that computers do, you know, when you open a door interface, like every, with Pro Tools, Logic, whatever, everything it does is a representation of the analog world. And because I learned the digital stuff first, it was like, oh my God, everything made more sense to me. Do you know what I mean? Like routing <laughs> yeah. all the signals and stuff. So I feel like I've learned so much more and that's just put me in really good stead um, to be able to sort of, I guess it's just taking con- taking control of everything myself. And I, I, I thought to myself, oh, I can't make an album because I'm relying on other people to make it. And it's nice to think, do you know what? I'm going to m- learn how to make it myself so I can just, only have myself to depend on so it's been great yeah yeah i suppose over the years as well with with all your projects you've been in so many different kind of studios and worked with some incredible producers so all the knowledge you've kind of collected off all those experience over the years was just well, perfect this, for is this. The, this is the thing man like you'd think that yes but i like we fucking spent most of our time in studios <laughs> playing playstations it's like you know you're like you know the amount of times i i could have i could have drunk the knowledge from some of the greatest lines uh, in yeah. music mm. i could have sapped it all up and i and you know we would just you know, obviously, I, we we paid attention to the to the music we were making, but I never really f- focused on the technical side because they did it all. And and I, now I look back to myself now and think, my God, you know, I used to look in recording studios and look at all the gear and think, what does this magical device do? <laughs> it's like you know, it's like you know, compressors. Like, yeah. and now and now I'm looking at studio studio photos. What thinking, does this noise <laughs> make? <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, what does this do? Yeah, yeah. and I, and now I know what it all does, and so it's um. Yeah, I, so I, I kind of want to go back now and just literally be like, actually pay attention. Um, but <laughs> yeah. it was no, it's been it's been really good, man. And actually, when I'm when I work with producers again, I'll be I'll be I'll be really annoyed. I'll be sat next to me like, so what are you going to do here? What are you going to do there? People <laughs> <laughs> like, fuck off, mate. Just yeah. sit over there. Yeah, yeah. So you mentioned yeah, you mentioned you were writing songs previous to COVID. Did you have any plans? to go in and record them and did you have any producers in mind or was um, it just demo-y yeah well, it, was def- it, was, it was definitely demo-y um, I had as a guy I've been working with um, called Martin Luke Brown who I wrote a couple of songs with and he's sort of writer producer and, and we, the way it ended up happening was that um I sent some stuff to him and we basically, before I built the studio, we basically started mailing stuff to each other. Well, not physically mailing. I mean, it was not the postal service. It was like emailing. Um, and then, you know, and we sort of we sort of went back and forth that way. So, yeah, but I mean, to be honest, like I, I'd spent a lot of time writing and I, I knew that with my new stuff, I knew that I just wanted to sort of strip everything back. And my last solo incarnation was very sort of bandy and I feel like this time I wanted it just to be to make myself as uncomfortable as possible, you know, like make okay. myself just, just there's nothing to hide behind when it's just a piano and a vocal or just a, a guitar. Do you know what I mean? It's just, I, I, I wanted to make myself feel vulnerable. And I think that that was kind of a cool way to go at it, you know? Yeah. Well, that, yeah, I see you. Um, I was telling Morgan earlier, I watched, I watched the video again this morning, uh, this morning and um, I nearly cried. Oh, so, thanks, mate. That's a good yeah. reaction. <laughs> no, no, no. Wait, I haven't finished, I haven't finished my sentence yet. <laughs> so I watched the video and I started crying, right? And I was like, why is Charlie making this shit? No, 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 no. <laughs> no, no. Oh, fuck um, you, no, Sean. <laughs> no, I, no, I was genuinely watching it and I was like, why am I, why am I, I think I'm tearing up here. Yeah? And it was honest. just... 
it was such that's a, awesome. like a mean, moment for me. That, no, that's really that's really lovely. And I, and I um, you know, when people say that, I feel like that's because um, I played a new song to my wife's parents just yesterday, and and I looked over and like my wife and my parent and my parents and all were all sort of crying, and I was like, that is a, that's an amazing sort of amazingly powerful reaction to get. And so um, no, that's really awesome. And the, the video is another thing that I wanted because it's just my face. I like. I, you know, I thought the, I I watched it back, and I thought this is kind of weird. And my wife said to me, "It's kind of weird. Like it's kind of unco-. she really liked it. It's like it's kind of uncomfortable because you just don't see videos like that when it's just someone's <laughs> face." Do you know what I mean? It's like so. I kind of again wanted to sort of strip away some of the. You know, we live in such a a clickbait Instagram world where everything's got to be like fully filtered and you know in your face and loads of colors. And I thought, what about if it's just not not that at all? And so that was kind of the premise behind the video. Mm. yeah it's awesome it's, it worked very very well and um yeah the song is awesome Thank really you, really good um yeah so my genuine genuine opinion is yeah some of your best some of your best work to date i think i love it thank you man um, thank you i'm not I'm, I'm i'm really i'm really i'm really sort of it's as i say it's like i'm, I'm proud of it because it's just um I just wanted to sort of strip it all bare and I think that uh, it just allowed me to really focus on the song and and not really it's not about adding loads of layers you know what I mean it's just about it you know is the song moving me is it is it resonating and I think that's just a nice way to go at making music in general really well I was gonna say obviously this is as well this is your first new solo material in four years since you got back together with Busted and everything I mean writing these songs is it just being ideas for solo stuff you've had for quite some time now and, and kind of revisiting them or is it just being over the last kind of 12 13 months just sitting down and really wanting to write something for a new charlie simpson solo album yeah no yeah definitely because we because we decided after the second buster record well the fourth buster record but the second mm. one since we were back we said we would take a break because um we always thought we'd keep you know doing our, our other stuff and um you know, everyone had sort of projects that they wanted to do. And, and I always thought that n- the next thing I would do would be another solo incarnation. And so, yeah, I started writing. I reckon I started writing about 18 months ago and I've got I've got about 20 songs, um, but it was sort of an e- evolution process. And I, I've never really had the time to do that. You know, everyone says like, oh, yeah, I wrote like 20, 30 songs. And, yeah. You know, yeah. it's like, but did, did you? I mean, is that... Did you <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's like Linkin Park said they wrote like 50 songs or 100 songs. I was like, how would you have the time to write that many songs? <laughs> it's 88 um, yeah. too many. Oh, exactly. So, uh, <laughs> but, but no, but I mean, it, it is it is nice to to actually have the time to write loads of stuff. And also, you know what? It's living with it. I mean, so, so much of the time I'll write something and then come back to it for three months later and I'll either like it Whereas maybe I didn't like it when I wrote it and then love it or thought I loved it at the time and then end up not liking it. And that time in between is really important because otherwise you're going to release it, sorry, record it, put it out. And then like when it's out, think, oh, fuck, I don't like it. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So <laughs> yeah. I think it's it's good to have time to breathe and have time to also come back and change stuff. So... um no, I think that was it was nice to actually have the time to do that. And, um, you know, now it's cool because I've got my studio. I can just demo stuff up and then leave it and come back to it. So I'm pumped, man. I'm pumped for the future, guys. Nice. Are you... Uh Will you be will you be producing any other band stuff from um, um you know what? I, 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 Yes, I, I, I would like to do that. I feel like I'm... 
Yes, I feel like I wouldn't be... I don't know if I'd be confident enough to take on a whole project by myself um, yet, but I reckon within about a year, then I would. So, yeah, definitely. Shop's going to be... Shop door's going to be open, mate. <laughs> I'm going to be sc- nice. scout- scouting new talent. But I'm yeah. also... I'm, I'm, put, I'm putting this out through my own label, so mm. that's another cool thing that, uh, that we uh, I decided to do. Um, and something that could be really fun uh, later on down the line is to, um, you know, to produce other people and put other people out be cool well yeah how did how did that how did that come about what was the idea were you just well basically like i've i've that was that was a real that covid did shift that dial because okay we were talking to some labels and i and i just felt like it's such an uncertain time it's such an uncertain period and you know i didn't know when i was going to be able to tour again and i thought the best way is just to sort of take it all in-house and really just put it up for streaming and and sort of do it in a much more organic um d2c way you know rather than you know a big a big splash um early on so i so i yeah i think this is very much just we're going to release songs um as and when and and just sort of build it that way but i I feel like it's just a really lovely experience to you know sit around with a team and not be sort of beholden to anyone else um you haven't got an nr guy coming and go, so you know where's the radio single you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. all, that, all, all that kind of shit so it's, it's nice man i sort of get to nr it myself with um with my manager and it's really fucking cool so mm. I'm, I'm excited about that yeah nice well i wanted to bring up the the record label quite a bit because obviously you've been you've been signed to so many different kind of deals and labels and stuff over your career but I'm, I'm sure a lot of music fans were here you've started a label and and just imagine that you know what is he got some mad building for he's employing all these people and stuff i mean what what does you creating a record label actually mean f- for you okay, as an artist so that, that, yes that's actually a really good question morgan because you know that it's not like creating a label now is is very accessible for many people to do and it's like it, basically you have because you have these label services companies um they will effectively you will employ them and they and they are the building they are the sort of pre-made sort of what's the word um distribution channel they're like you know they're, they're like the arm the physical arm of of the label that you create so they'll take care of uh, manufacturing c- CDs. I mean, who's fucking going to buy them anymore? But, um, <laughs> you know, they, 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 they will sort of deal with the um, distribution. They will coordinate marketing and all the rest of it. So you don't... The, the main thing with with starting your own label and doing it this way is to own the master. You know, it's it, owning a master is... A master is the currency of the music industry now. You know, that's what you want to retain. And, and I feel like a lot of bands have gone this way. Um, you know, even look at someone like Stormzy who could have signed to a major label and chose not to. And there's lots of people... And Shikari a long time ago went their own way. And I feel like just a way of um, retaining control. And, and the main asset in music now is the master. So... Um, that's one thing and also uh you know creative control obviously is something that um is very important to me so yeah yeah uh, in, in answer to your question i have a company a distribution company that i've um sort of set up a partnership with and they're fantastic and they deal with a lot of the logistics but um otherwise yeah i mean everything else is pretty much done by me nice 
Nice. Yeah. Do Do you worry though sometimes now that you're going to be so invested in everything and having the studio that you're just going to be like locked away and just demoing ideas and working plans out for days yeah. on end? My wife would agree with you. Like she, that, that, yeah, she know that. I mean, it, it, it is tough. It is tough. Yeah. And also, you know, work can become all consuming, and especially in lockdown because there's nowhere else to go. So it's like you know, you are. I have been working long, long hours, and but that's kind of cool. You know, I've uh, you know you. you got to put the grind in to get the results so um you've got to have a work-life balance you know i've got two two little boys here that i, I want to see and you know spend time with them as well so it's you've got to get the balance right but it's difficult when you do something you love you know because you you immerse yourself in it and it's not like you're do you have to be there you'd want to be there anyway so it's yeah. like it's different to a normal job where you like you're going to work, but you're sort of counting the hours till you want to leave. I love doing this, so... Do you know what I mean? I mean, you guys must feel the same. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I've I've spent many a, a day just working on bloody stuff, and then it, it's like midnight, and I'm like, oh, I should probably probably go to bed soon. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, no, yeah. I, to I totally feel you on that. But, um, but speaking of the label as well, does this mean now that, like, eventually, maybe down the line, that you're going to be looking at other artists to sign and, and scouting some young talent out? Yes, definitely. I think that... I think that um, I'll, you know I'm going to focus my energy at the moment on my own stuff. But um, yeah, I mean to be honest, I definitely would. There's actually I actually as a as a, a girl I um, got sent the demo of from a friend of ours who I thought was amazing. And yeah, I mean I would totally be up for if people you know what I should do is I should I should start I should, should get a, get a some sort of email address going and then so people can send stuff in yeah um you know but you know you do find some amazing stuff and it would be great to be able to take on an art, a young artist and impart a bit of my you know um whatever you call it wisdom knowledge um, knowledge. <laughs> yeah. um and and uh yeah and, and and do that that'd be really fun and also because also i've got the studio now i, re I have that opportunity to be able to do that so um yeah man it's very much watch this space but i think that uh i'm definitely open to it nice well this um this comes out friday your acoustic version of uh icu will have been out by now as yes. well so people should definitely go and check that out they should well. and that's that's my that's my first full production credit so um Ooh. i'm excited about that yeah and no, i very did that nice. i did that I, I did that start to finish so um you're gonna be listening i think you want to hear the difference this one's probably rubbish <laughs> <laughs> not at all not yeah. at all I can't wait um, yeah no so that, that's kind of cool and um, it's it's a different um, yeah I, I, it's a I took a bit of a different spin on the song and um, yeah I really like this version actually it's a really um, I just love it all nice. mate yeah but great. yeah yeah no just about ICU I was just like when you were saying how stripped back it is and I was like well yeah it's just piano you know your voice and I think your yeah your voice is sounding as good as it ever has and it's um it's matured beautifully and i think you're um, thank you mate you're yeah I mean, it, so. it's just funny like I, I feel like i feel like when i listen back to myself like 20 years ago now i feel i like i get really annoyed when i listen to myself because i'm like i just sound so whiny and like i sort of learned to sing properly throughout my career and it's like it's because i started so young you know i started mm. doing bus when i was 16 and i i came straight out of school and i feel like i sort of um I sort of learnt to sing. Do you know what I mean? I learnt how to yeah. actually use my voice. It sounds so wanky, but use it more as an instrument. And um, so no, I'm, I, I feel like I'm definitely more confident singing now than I ever was before. Yeah. Well, how have you kind of developed it and looked after your voice over the years? Because obviously, you I know, haven't at all, mate. Are you fucking joking? <laughs> no, but I mean, <laughs> I, I mean, if you but like listening to the, all the projects, I mean, obviously, like you know, from Busted and then all the screams of Fight Star, and then with your solo stuff, you, you've tried different 
like techniques and stuff over the years. So I mean, you you must have had something to to like kind of help shape that or just, just look after the pipe. Just master. <laughs> um, no, I, I yeah, I don't know. I, I've never I never really um developed a technique I, I did learn to develop a technique to scream with fight star sean you must okay. have had this like because if you scream if you because people ask me how do you scream and it not hurt your voice mm. and obviously when you when i scream i don't i'm not actually screaming loud it's all about the getting the right rasp and the right tone and you actually let the microphone do the work there's no way i could have done that every single night and um and preserve my voice you know i would have got i would have got um you know issues so yeah i mean that was something i had to learn but with regards to actually singing, it was sort of trial and error, I guess. But yeah, I mean, you just learn. Um, I don't know. I mean, I d- I've never, I've never really thought about it, but I just okay. know that yeah. I know that I, I just know in my head what when I go up to the mic, I yeah. know what I what I what I what I need to do to get what I tr- I'm trying to accomplish. You know. Okay. Nice. Have yeah. you um have you had have you had the inkling to do any more screaming lately? Can, um, any- do you know what? My 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 seven string is just staring at me on the wall. <laughs> oh. And um Yes. Yeah, it is it is um I definitely, you know, I definitely get the urges sometimes to pick up the guitar. I'm, I'm actually there's a there's there might be a little a project in the works with someone else, which which might be quite fun. Yeah, I can't tell you too much, but um, yeah, there might be a little project in the works uh, with something if, in that vein. So, um, bit of a watch nice. this space. So, uh, yeah, but I mean, as I say, it definitely, I definitely get the urge to do it, and I love just writing riffs and. And doing all that thing. And to be honest, that's been a long time. I mean, when, when did the last Five Star album come out? It came out in 2014 or 2015, 14, was it? Yes, 14. Um, and I think that was that was my favourite Five Star record. So no, I'm de- I'm definitely um, I'm definitely keen to do some more of that. It's just, it's kind of funny though, isn't it? Because like, I I feel like I've been so hu- lucky to have a fan base that sort of tolerates the different my different mm. minds. You know what I mean? Because it's yeah. like someone that yeah. got got into my music from I see you. Would put on Death Guard and be like, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> you know what I mean, and, and vice versa. But I feel like when I when when I see you came out, what I was so humbled by, and I genuinely mean this from the bottom of my heart, was just everyone was whether you know maybe someone was saying, "Oh, I'd love another five star record or whatever," but everyone was just genuinely felt happy for me, and that was just mm-hmm. a really lovely feeling, and I, something that I really genuinely am grateful for because I, I do I my 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 tastes are quite eclectic and. And and I you know I've got different projects that all sound pretty different. So you know I'm just really really humbled really that you know people let me do that. Yeah. Well, I I I think with that though, like you with all the different projects, you've been able to connect a lot of people that might have not necessarily had those interested interests because a lot of those fans have grown up with you as well because they might have been really young like when Busted started and seeing you just go from all these projects and follow your career. So I, I'm sure when you get a chance to look back. At like a fan a fan base like yours it's just quite refreshing to see that they are open to all these different styles yeah but also you know what i was chatting to someone the other day i think the line also especially with rock music the lines between genres are so blurred now do you mm. know what I mean like remember when, like when blackout first came out and five star first came out it was all very sort of you know 
what's the word um clique it was, it was you know it was clicky. very clicky and insular and you know each sub each sub genre division to sub genre it was sort of its own little clique and you know you just like, i listened to the machine gun kelly record the other day which i love mm. by the way yeah. that was absolutely awesome, awesome record awesome. and there's one song where he's just you're doing the pop punk thing it's fucking great and then it goes <laughs> goes like trappy and i'm like how can you do that how can you yeah. get away with that because i'm telling you man 10 years ago you'd have been absolutely rinsed for doing that yeah, and literally. i love the fact he can and like you know look at um bring me the rise and lots of different bands are are you know blurring the lines between genres and i think that's a re- that's only a positive thing man i'm really glad about that and i'm glad that the snobbiness in the rock genre is is has come down a bit you know and people can like you know you want to you want to you know i think for, I, I, you want to like bieber then great bieber's got some great songs you know what i mean it's like yeah. it's, it's fine but I, yeah i was just thinking about that. i know when you when you mentioned like yeah, through through all the bands you've been through, yeah, you have you probably have one of the most supportive audiences I've yeah, ever I come so. across, really. I think because, so. And the, the 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 amount of time, the amount of projects is spanned. Yeah, that's fucking that's incredible. So yeah, if you're a Charlie fan and you're listening to this, fucking well done to you. Well, well done, done to you, sir. <laughs> you're one of the, yeah, part of some of the best fans in the world. Nice. <laughs> Oh. Nice. Oh, so the real question is then when's your rap album due oh this is oh. it this is it mate this is it I think it's probably <clears throat> probably a genre I, I will not frequent um, <laughs> yeah 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 I'd say third that third anniversary third anniversary <laughs> podcast You're, that long here that long here that people can't see because this is a podcast that's going to be in braids yeah we know it tattoos all over the face yes oh. yeah man I mean I yeah I don't I I just I can't, can't I can't see it personally. I think I'll probably yeah, I, I maybe. I mean yeah, who knows, mate. I mean <laughs> I mean look, never say never. That's what I say. <laughs> I like the way you went you started out going, No, I can't see it happening, and then we brought it up and you went, No Could I see it happening? Yeah, I can send him a band camp band camp Friday and you make all the money off the one side. Yeah, it's not a bad idea. <laughs> Well, the thing is, you know you've got the support. You could literally go and do that, and I think Charlie Simpson fans would follow you along to see to see how it well, goes. Wait, I mean, there, I, there probably is a limit. <laughs> <laughs> there probably is a limit. We'll oh, see. Oh, that's good. Yeah, but 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 speaking of your uh, your hair, I mean, it's this the longest you've told us before we were recording. Yeah. It's the longest it's ever been. It is. I mean, it's properly. I've got it in a in a man bun now, and uh, I wanted to do something. I had hadn't done before and obviously lockdown helped with that but um i kind of like it i always wanted to do it and i just never did and it's it's quite it's quite liberating Hmm. Yeah, well, so, I've, I've um, never grown. I've never grown a mullet up until this lockdown. Now, when I was like, have right, you have well, you cut it? When's the last time you cut it? Uh, probably about two months ago. It's just a, the the guy just shaves the sides. Literally, I'm growing this. Look, last the longest it's Mate, it's got it's got some proper eighties action going on. Oh yeah, I'm gonna look like a Renault Megane by the end of this. It's gonna have <laughs> yeah, a awesome. big back end on it. It's gonna be ridiculous. And then Morgan, <laughs> yours is uh, looking very. Um, manly isn't it oh thank you <laughs> well I, yeah i haven't had mine cut in quite a while the only the only thing i so i a couple of years ago i stupidly got an undercut so i mean it, it looks nice when it's when it's fresh but then i've like you get that under bloody oh you get that gross. yes 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 oh, that's a, ten, it's, a tennis ball effect yeah and then <laughs> and then like, you've got to go to like you got to see someone every couple of months to sort that out so i i have had i've had a couple of thoughts of maybe like should i just like 
go have short. Have you ever shaved it? Have you ever shaved it? No, like, no. I've, I've, I've had the thought of going, like, a short, like, really short hair or something, but I just don't think it'd suit me. Fucking I don't know. get it off. Fucking <laughs> yeah. get it off. Nah, you're oh. right. That's you're the other right. thing we're doing. We're doing, we're doing one sapping. We're getting you tequila shots and shaving your head. <laughs> oh, <laughs> we get him, we get him so pissed that he shaves his own head. <laughs> oh, that'd be oh so my good. God. Sponsored by, sponsored, sponsored by Jaeger. Let's get yeah, that exactly. out of the way now. Yeah. <laughs> the thing is, though, like, I'd wake up the next morning. I, I imagine I wouldn't have a clue what's happened. Go to the mirror and then just freak oh, out. Yeah. And I'd yeah, have all yeah. the audio. I'd have all the audio recordings to edit yeah. <laughs> everything that happened. Oh, imagine it, editing that on a on a hangover. Going, why did I do this? Ugh, oh. Fuck this shit. But awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, speaking of the heavy vibes as well, I think like this year is actually the 15th year anniversary of Fight Star, if, uh, if well, I'm not someone, mistaken. Someone said that. I actually do think you are mistaken, Morgan, because I think it came out on in yes. 2006. And uh, I, I, can, uh, someone, I, saw, I saw that. I saw, <laughs> 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 you need a researcher so, on the show, mate. Oh. Um, <laughs> He's fucking fired. I'm not having this. <laughs> I, th- I think I, I'm, I think it was March 2006. Could be wrong. I don't know. I, yes, I think it was March 2006. Okay. Well, te- well te- yeah. Anyway, nearly, but, nearly 20 years. No, sorry, nearly, nearly 15 years. I mean, you had the songs ready before that, so technically I'm right. Yes, but, uh, yes technically you're right. <laughs> oh, fuck off. No. Oh, Mark. What are we on? Are we on about Grand Unification? March 13th, 2006. Uh-huh. Mm. So I don't know where who started this 15-year rumour. But to be honest, we are nearly in 2021, so yeah. you're, not, you're not so far off. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's only like five, yeah, it's four months till the actual... All right, let yes, me, re- let me rephrase months. that then. Your 15th year anniversary fight start is coming up. It <laughs> is coming up. <laughs> God, isn't, isn't editing good? <laughs> yeah, you're going to leave that bit in now, so if he does yeah, edit it, yeah. um, it'll be so good. Uh, um, so, yeah, uh, yeah, no, that's, that, that is absolutely mental, man. Like, it makes me feel... Um, like an old bastard, really. Um, it's, it's bonkers, isn't it? It's, it is. It's mad how, how quick it's going, really. It is, it is. And it's. Um, it just feels like a different life, man. Like, it yeah. feels... And I, get, I think because the music industry has changed so much, you know, it's just... I've sort of, I've sort of, I've sort of really mellowed on that because there was a time when I sort of fight, fighting against the change of the music industry and, like, you know, everything going to streaming and all that stuff. But I've fully embraced it now and I think it's really good and... I feel like we're out the other side of it. But do you know what I mean? Like, you know, sort of, it was such a different time, wasn't it? Every, everything was so different. And I, I feel like now I'm sort of come to terms with the fact it'll, it'll never be like that again. And that's totally cool. And I'm sort of embracing the new way. And um, I'm, I'm in a good place now. Yeah, I, th- I think I, d- uh, yeah, I was the same as well. Well, I remember when the blackout split up, I was just so angry at every other band for carrying on. I was just like, really? what the fuck? These cheeky bastards. What are they doing? <laughs> What's the chance of a blackout reunion show? Ooh. Ooh. Well, thing, hmm. is, there, is, there, is there rumblings in the Bronx about it? The dirty south of Wales. Um, yeah, in the dirty south of Wales. Um, we, got, we got approached by a major promoter about doing, doing some shows next year. Oh, what, 2021 or this, this I, year? Yeah, 2021. Yeah, great. Um, but I don't... I, mm, oh, come definitely on! Definitely, <laughs> <laughs> definitely not while there's a virus out there. We're definitely no. not doing it while the virus is out there. Um, but again, 
I tell you what, I will guarantee the Blackout will come back next summer if the support will be Charlie Simpson's rap project. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. I like that. I like that. Give me something to work towards. <laughs> yeah, you could do that in a night. You've got this big fancy studio now. You could literally make a rap album in a night. Um, but yeah, well, I'm not... I've never been against the blackout. I, I never wanted the blackout to stop. Um, I was the only one that didn't want it to stop. Actually, <laughs> oh, really? so, um, yeah. So uh, it's not me. Like I'm, I'm the most persuasive. How, how are the other? How are the other guys? They're right. Yeah, they're all good. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're all good. They're all busy. Bob's in um, the new band uh, that I do now. So. Oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. awesome, man. So, so, so yeah, me and him are trying that. Just shouting and yelling and throwing myself around and jumping nice. off things as usual, you know. Yeah. Haven't aged, literally haven't aged. Yeah. So uh, if you're uh, if you're looking for your first signing to the label, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Whoosh! Nice, give me that, mate. give me that Simpson millions. That's what I want. <laughs> um, awesome, yeah. Man. So yeah, what's what's the what's the plan moving going forward now with you? Like what's um? So yeah, I mean the next thing. I mean, I, well, I guess it's sort of. But it's not. It's not. It sort of is pandemic um, dependent. Depending, yeah. Um, but uh, you know, I'm just going to be releasing songs for the next um, foreseeable future, um, and then you know, as soon as I can get back out on the road, I will. But um, yeah, I think just sort of not looking too far far ahead, than just concentrating on the next thing I'm going to release and putting that out. But I've just been really blown away by the reaction so far. So um, yeah, I can't wait to do more. To be honest, yeah, it's going to yeah, be good, nice. man. So with these recordings now, I mean, is it? Just, are you thinking of just dropping them as singles, or is there actually going to be like an album or an EP? I th- yeah, I think I think I don't know. The honest answer to that question is I don't know. There's definitely going to be um, more singles to come in the relatively near future. Um, mm. Well, there will be an album at some point, but you know, I'm not. Re- I'm trying to get out of the mindset of thinking, yeah. you know, doing an album in that way because I think that you know it's nice to just sort of for the first time just focus on each song as it's sort of its own entity. Um, which is really cool. So, uh, yeah, that's what I'm going to be doing for now. And then we'll see, man. Yeah. I mean, you are your own boss now, so you don't have to like answer all these emails unless you, unless you email yourself. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> email myself. Do more work. Fuck off. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, yeah. I, 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 it, it, that is nice. And, you know, building my own plan is nice. And as you say, I'm not beholden to anyone else. So, yeah, hmm. that's really, that's really cool. Yeah, yeah. And I know we've reflected on uh, like a lot of different aspects of, of your career and stuff. But one question I did want to ask is, I mean, like obviously this, you, you do find excitement in creating new things with you know, the studio label and, and going back to the solo work. But when you look at everything you've achieved in your career, do you still have like a bucket list of things that you, you still really want to try and achieve? Or, or is those kind of, those views changed since doing all different um, projects yeah i think i think um <clears throat> good question uh i don't really think about the sort of wider goals anymore i think about you know i've been so immersed recently in sort of getting myself into the production side of things that i guess that's been my main goal yeah. recently um but yeah i mean my, i will always just my main aim will always just be to make music that i love and and then you put it out and then you can't really think about anything else anything any other sort of success that comes after that is just a bonus because you know you can't control any of that stuff so it's like all you can do is do stuff that's right by you and then and then you know share it with the world so yeah i guess i've been very fortunate over the last 20 years to 
been some amazing places and um you know do some awesome things so yeah i'm just very lucky to be able to have done that but the the main thing for me is just to just to just to keep happy and keep content and get up in the morning and think yeah I, you know i fucking hang mm. my hat on this this is awesome yeah yeah well that's that's the best thing to hear that after doing this for so long that you're still excited just to get up in the morning and, and work on it oh yeah man and that 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 has never gone away and i guess if that ever did go away then you got to think to yourself you know do you still want to is there any point in doing this anymore but you know i still get the butterflies every time i go on stage i still get up and i'm just like thirsty to get a track done and and i and i love it I, you know i just love it so much so um yeah, man, that, that thirst is still very much there and hungry like a tiger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nice. But, but like, so speaking of the achievements, I mean, before we did this, I was kind of thinking of sort of things that I know that you've really l- loved from your career. And I was just thinking of things like, obviously, being able to play Reading main stage with fights, that was such a huge thing for you. But you've been done stuff like taking Busted to Glastonbury. You were at MTV Starlight. I mean, you've won Brits Awards. You've done Warp Tour, like sold out Wembley dozens of times. Is there any other like little things that you've been able to do, do in your time that really stand out for you, but maybe doesn't sound as big as a deal as like a Brit Award or something, or something like that, that you think fans might, might Oh yeah, there is one thing, by? dude. We were played... Um on the simpsons that was awesome so what? like there was a busted song that they they never play original material ever and they played a busted song on the actual simpsons and i was like there was about five years ago and they and honestly they they emailed us and they were like can we use your song and we were like uh yeah and and the fee it didn't even, the fee wasn't even that big but it didn't matter because they were like look y- y- do yeah. you want to yeah. yeah. it was like you know it wasn't about that it was just about the the honour of being in the Simpsons and so I mean they could have I'd have paid them to do it do you know what I mean it's like <laughs> <laughs> um, it, so it, it was uh, it was nuts so we watched the show and um yeah, there's a Buster song playing for like a good 30-second segment of The Simpsons. It's nuts. What, it's what song? Brilliant. What it's song year, was it? Year, year 2000. It's absolutely oh. nuts. Yeah, and they and they and they, it's basically Bart's going to the future or whatever. And um, <laughs> oh, but I can't even remember the, the premise of it. But I was hmm. just like, my jaw hit the floor. I was like, how can that even be possible? Because they never play original music ever. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's always it's always um, classical music. So that was, I mean, that's quite random, but just a, a kind of cool thing. Yeah. And. Um, yeah, man. I mean, there's lots of, as you should mention, Warp Tour. That was just an incredible summer and uh, sad that that's gone. Um, but you know what? You talk about you talk about aspirations and things I'd like to do. I feel like I'd like to go and play more places. You know, I've, I've, I'd like to go to places I haven't. I've been to a lot of places, but I'd like to go and, you know, play a lot. You know, there's so many places in Europe that, um, you know, we go to the main cities, but I'd like to go and explore, play in different places or, you know, go, never been to China, never been to India, like South America, those kind of places. I'd really like to go and do that because I feel like that's an experience that, um, you know, is yet to be had. So, yeah, that'd be great. I don't think we've asked this before to you. Like, I know we've asked it to other guests, but I don't think we've asked it to Charlie. Do you remember a time, like, I'm guessing it would have been early busted when when you were like, oh, this is it. Like, oh, oh, I guess we're pop stars now. I guess we're rock stars now. I, you know, do, yeah, do, you yeah. remember, um, do you remember something happening or like... No, I remember... Um, it was kind of weird with Busted because it sort of went from zero to 100 in like five minutes. Um, and that was because we were, we did a lot of TV shows. Do you remember like CDK and all those Saturday morning shows? We, yeah. We'd be literally on them every week for like five weeks running. So, yeah, I mean, that was a kind of weird thing when you, I guess, when you get recognized in the street or whatever. But I think like, I think like, yeah, just sort of getting paid on the radio for the first time and 
that kind of stuff. Um, to be honest, it was all such a blur. I don't really remember. But yeah, um, but, yeah it was. Um, it was. It, I just remember it happening very fast, and then it was just like, what's going on? So, uh, yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't like. What's that film, that thing you do, that moment when they're all running around the street and the song's being played on the radio? It's like, yeah, that song's amazing. Uh, I'm sorry, that film's amazing. Um, I love that film. But um, yeah, no, it's, uh, yeah, I'm sure there was a moment, but I just mm. can't, yeah. can't remember an actual it's, pinpointed moment. It's, it's funny you bring up um, more uh, those, those TV shows, though, because I'm going to out myself here, but literally I remember vividly as a kid seeing Busted on one of these. I think you performed live on something, and my parents that day took me to Asda to buy the self-titled album. Really? That's nice. That's, yeah. That's, I, that, that's cool parents. Cool parents. Yeah, I'm sorry if that makes you feel old. But right. I mean, to be honest, mate, I honestly, it's like, <laughs> it, you know, when, 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 when someone was like, oh, I was really into your band when I was like five and they're like 27 now. <laughs> oh. that, that, <laughs> that made you feel old. Yeah. Um, yeah there's, no. there's nothing, there's nothing worse than, oh, I used to love you when I was a kid. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I tell you what's really cool though. Um, just the, uh, about I see you is that a lot of, um, I got sent a lot of videos about uh, a lot of videos of like people with their kid they've showed the song to their kids and the kids have just loved it and put on nice. repeat and like and like the videos of them sort of dancing to it and and that I mean, not you know like just sort of moving around to it and I, and I, that's really special because I remember going to see uh, Metallica a few years about two years ago and I'd never seen them before you know, I've been a big Metallica fan for a long time but one of the bands I've never seen live and I just remember James Hetfield like pointing out to um, this dad who had his son here and he was like you know, wow, that's amazing. You know, that's the second generation or third generation, fourth generation Metallica fan. But the fact is music, you know, it, it's, it lives through one generation and then it can seep down into the next generation. So that's a really cool thing, you know, um, to see if a, young, if, if a young kid comes up to me and says, I really like your music. That, that is really cool. Nice. Yeah. And I know you said like the, the early busted days in particular were quite a blur, but, um, so over lockdown, I was, I've been looking at videos and stuff to take breaks from work and just kind of free myself up. And I came across the, um, MTV series you guys did years ago with America or busted, you know, going mm. out to the States and working over there. I mean, that, Looking back at it now, in hindsight, and knowing what everything happened afterwards and going back, is it weird to, to think that uh, having that experience of going out to a new country to, I mean, to, yeah, work, that, that, to work that on was, something? That wasn't a good time for me because I'd sort of tapped out by then mentally. And okay. like, and, yeah. and that, and I just, uh, yeah, that, I, I, that's not, that's in my, that's, I'm, I haven't got the fondest memories of that period. Um, you know, we were sort of thrust out to America and, and um yeah i just to be honest i wasn't in a great headspace then and i didn't think that show was particularly brilliant so yeah it, it was it was uh that was a weird time for me but um yeah i mean it was it was it was just i don't know what it had been like had had i been in a good headspace then do you know what i mean maybe, maybe i'd have enjoyed it but it was kind of weird like I mean, just bit doing that whole, that's the sort of closest to reality TV I've been and I really yeah. didn't like it. Do you know what I mean? I yeah. just don't like having cameras in my face like that. And um, yeah, no, okay. not good. I mean, it was, no. you know, it was fine. I mean, as I say, it's just, it's difficult for, difficult for me to judge because I just wasn't, I don't think I was in, in, mentally in the right space to be doing no. that. I, I, could, I, could, I could see you thinking about it then and I could just be like, <laughs> oh no. You just went, 
Yeah. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking perfect. Oh, God, no. What have you brought up, Morg? What have you fucking reminded him of? <laughs> Jesus but Christ. But what, what I was going to bring up from that, though, it, it, is... What I was going to... What I was going to bring up from that, though, is just the kind of seeing how things escalate and uh, in different countries. Because obviously, I know Fightstar have had like quite a, a big fight, uh, fan base in in Europe, and and obviously you've done loads of stuff in the states as well. So is it Japan? Is it, Japan's always been good to us. Yeah. So is it weird seeing how maybe different projects are perceived in different countries? Um, yes, I don't really didn't haven't really thought about it like that, but yeah, um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it is. Um, yeah, it's, it's it's kind of it's kind of cool. I mean, I don't you know, it's nice to go to Germany and um, or or places in Europe, and obviously, you're um, they might not know your history as much, or um, you might go to a country and they don't know you at all. So that's um, that was kind of cool actually. When I did the when I did the warp when I did because you know Busted never really took off in America. So when I did the warp tour, um, I was sort of doing it as an unknown, which I actually really liked. And I would just be able to walk through the crowd every day and and just get on with my own business. And and that was really nice. And I really liked sort of seeing people's reactions because I never actually, you know, I think look back at it now. Um, especially when Five Star started, I ne- we never played anywhere where people didn't know or have a preconception already or, or know me or whatever. So to actually get in and play a show where I was just looking out at blank faces and I, it, people didn't know me from Adam, I thought was really, really cool. And um, I enjoyed that. So yeah, I mean, I, and that's what I want to do more of. You know, I want to go to more places where people, you know, I've never been before and you can just, just sort of, because that's, that's the challenge, isn't it? You know, you, it's a bit like when you play a festival, it's cool playing to a home crowd, but it's cool to really get the crowd and for the first time and try and, and try and engage with them. That's a really uh, fun challenge for me and something that I really thrive on. So yeah, more of that I think. Nice, nice. Is there um is there been any kind of heavier or metal music you've checked out lately that you've been quite um, uh, impressed you, you, by? New, new Deftones record is brilliant. Mm. Um, no, I, I really like the new Architect song. Um, nothing really new that I've heard. Okay. Is there anything you'd recommend? Um, uh, Spirit Box. Spirit, Spirit Box. Box. Are they, are they British? Yeah. No, they're uh, um, she Austri- American. American Australian? Canadian. Uh, female yeah, female yeah, singer. Yeah. 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 Scream, screaming. Um, yeah. 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 Oh, nice. It's very heavy. Um, it's very good. I, um, if if I, you haven't checked them out, I'd recommend Loathe. Loathe. They'd be. Oh, yeah. you'd love Loathe. You'd oh, love oh love. my God. You'd you'd love 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 given, you've just given Charlie his new favorite band. Yes. <laughs> oh, Chino Marino's been tweeting about him. Oh, Loathe. mate, I'll check it. They, I'll check that out. Awesome. They're from um, they're from Liverpool slash South Wales. Yeah. Well, so, uh, really? One, one of them's yeah. from Cardiff. One of them's from Cardiff. That'll the rest. Do, that'll do. He's, that'll do. He's enough. That's, <laughs> that's going to be, that's gonna be the first. The first thing I do when uh, when I put the phone down. Nice. Yeah. Um. Oh yeah, speaking of Deftones, did you see um, uh, Stephen Carp- uh, Carpenter this week has come out and said uh, oh, he's a flat earther? I already knew that. But oh. I, but I, yeah, no, but I, I did know that because I um, I share the same guitar tech. But um, oh. he, um, I mean, yeah, look, I love Deftones, <laughs> my favourite band of all time, but that is plainly, yeah. plainly ridiculous, obviously. That, that. <laughs> <laughs> when I, I sent Bob the article, right? I sent Bob from my band the article. I was like, oh, check this out. You love it because he fucking loves the Deftones as well. I was like, oh, you love this now. Instantly, he replied, what a fucking idiot. No wonder <laughs> He went, no wonder his riffs is just zero and ones. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I was like, that's the fastest turn I've ever seen you do, Bob. You literally went from, I love this band, read this. <laughs> fucking idiot. Oh, I couldn't believe it. I mean, they, 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 are, they are just an outrageously good band. I mean, they're majestic. Oh, yeah. They are majestic. Yeah. But that is, um, I don't think I could ever get on board with that. But um, <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's bonkers, isn't it? It's, it's yeah. bonkers. Bonkers oh, is the um, right word. But um, yeah. But as we as we wind down, Charlie, just a couple of um, other quick things before we go. Obviously, you've mentioned like writing a lot. I noticed that you've been writing for a couple of you've, you've done some writing for other artists over your time with like Bullet for My Valentine. Um, is is that something you looking to do more of as well? Like kind of secret collaborating with people? Yes. Yeah. Definitely. Um, I'm. Uh, yes. Definitely. I was just finding the time. But yeah, I'd love to do. Um, collaborative writing for other artists i find that really fun like different challenge to writing for your own stuff um so yeah i mean i, I prefer it when like when matt rang me and uh, matt tucker was like you know i've got a song do you want to do you want to work on it because he just thought that i could i could bring something to it which which i really like i like sort of doing it with friends but um yeah i would be open to doing it f- with people i don't know um but i think it's just you just got to find the time to do that you know Mm, nice. nice cool and we we can't leave you without um oh. asking about some beef we've seen online um between you and Dwayne the Rock Johnson oh my I'm- god this was a shocker <laughs> so this, did, 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 did this happen did this happen between us me last being on the yeah. show yeah yeah so that dude that was that was you know there's like moments and politicians <laughs> probably have this where you're like you know something kicks off and you're like probably gonna put my phone down for like the next couple of weeks oh just just, oh, wow. just, just let it put it put it back in the oven just let it cook let it simmer um, because uh, mate, honestly I'll tell you the way this happened and I don't know if I've ever actually f- explained the full story this because it's absolutely mental um basically i really don't like the remake of jumanji i love the rock <laughs> i love the rock i think he's awesome i really do okay. think he's an awesome guy yeah, I, yeah. you know i like him but i'm not i wasn't a fan of the remake a big fan of the original thought the original with robin williams was an incredible film i saw the new one and i actually saw it when i was in the studio the busted guys and i was just like i really look we've all got our own opinions and i really didn't like it and so anyway the number two was coming out and um, they, he was doing a press junket or whatever and he, he was tweeting some some people and, and a fan tweeted me being like, oh, Charlie, this made me think of you. Um, you know, uh, this, I, it's the second Jumanji. So I basically didn't even see, I literally, all, that's all I saw and I just replied saying, oh, I wonder if it will be the second worst movie ever made <sighs> and then and put my phone down and I thought, you know, that's, I thought I was just retweet. I thought I was just tweeting back a fan yeah. and suddenly, like about two hours later, my phone just started melting like, <laughs> like, like tweets going off the scale and I was, and I, and I was, I think I was in bed at the time because I wasn't actually in England, I was in Kenya because my, my wife's family from Kenya and I was over there on holiday and I was like why are all these tweets coming through with the rock Dwayne the Rock Johnson tagged in them and I was like and I'd suddenly transpired that he had he had retweeted he had tweeted back to me putting him on copy and he'd obviously seen it so then he was like why do we get in a room and fucking have it out and I'm like whoa 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 (laughs) (laughs) that escalated very quickly but it was uh, it was completely I did not mean to cause offence to Dwayne The Rock Johnson and as I say I I think he seems like the most lovely guy and I'm a big fan of his I just really didn't like the movie so you know had I known that he was on copy I would not have said that quite so directly Um, but you know suddenly I I 
it's, and it's only like the, like it was all in the papers and like <laughs> fucking the sun was writing stories about it yeah. and I was like what is going on man <laughs> I, I can't wait till you have to fight the future president of the United States. <laughs> you fucking maniac. Oh, Dwayne, oh, if you're listening, we need WrestleMania in April. We can have Charlie versus The Rock. Oh, what an event. Yeah, you can play yourself out. That's what you can do your own intro music. Double bubble. Oh, nice. It was I crazy. couldn't get over that when yeah. I yeah when yeah. when I heard about you and your rock having an argument, <laughs> <laughs> even just saying it, even just saying a sentence is making me laugh. Oh my fucking god, that's brilliant. Um, yeah, thank yeah, you, thank good. you for doing this, Charlie. Man, yeah, it's a I love it, us. man. Honestly, any any time for you guys. No, thank right, you. Cool. Yeah. We call we call it tomorrow. Then same time tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> No, but, um, but, but seriously, yeah. man, it's always a pleasure you know, just chatting to you and everything. So thank you so much for taking the time. I think you were one, like, definitely when we started, you were one of the most requested guests. And then after Amazing. having you on the first time, I think people just really liked that episode. So yeah, just well, big up Sapling, Sapling audience, and um, yeah, awesome, awesome yeah. podcast. Well, thanks, oh, do sir. me a favour, give Matt Willis a poke for me and see if he'll... Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I will. Because he's got a podcast, it. so come on our podcast and talk about well, his and, podcast. Unless, get... unless, yeah, unless, unless he's like, he, he doesn't want to cross-pollinate podcasts, I don't know, but yeah, mm. I'm but sure he'll Just come have. on ours, just come on ours and steal our fans. I'm not asking <laughs> to come on his. I'm not asking <laughs> to come on his. Like, yeah, I'll give um, him a poke, mate. But yeah, thank you so much for doing this, and um, as always, fucking awesome. good luck with everything. Thank you so thank much. You. Yeah. When, when, I'm, when, I'm, when I'm next down in Wales, man, we'll, we'll get together and oh, um, yes. please let's yes, please. let's we get fucking Morgan steaming. Oh yeah, god, steam! Oh my oh, god, the life. I'm That'd scared. Be awesome. Cool. I'm scared. All right, dude. It's nice, one, man. Yes. <laughs> yes. 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 What a guy! What a beautiful, beautiful soul and incredible musical mind, and just overall wonderful chap. Oh, all run good egg. Mm. Yeah, well, that's what I love about it. What I love about ours and Charlie's relationship is the fact that we couldn't be from two further worlds. Like we couldn't <laughs> be. Um, but yet we get on like house on fire. Like at the moment we saw him was just exciting. Uh, the moment he turned his camera on and then he was like, look how long my hair is. And he was super excited <laughs> to show us how long his hair was. And yeah, it was just such a fucking good time. And every time I see Charlie, I come away smiling and feeling better for it. So as always, thank you very much to Charlie for being such a awesome human, for the great music and the fantastic times we've spent together. Um, this was a treat. This was a real treat. And I'm glad that we got to do it for the birthday episode as well. Because he has been one of our favourite and funniest guests we've had. So if you if you haven't checked out the previous Charlie episode, please go back. It was very much one of the early ones. We spoke to him in Cardiff Motor Point Arena while he was there with Busted. And then on our Slam Dunk special, we spoke to Charlie again. And Charlie was, as you would have known from the interview you just listened to, he was a little bit tipsy. And he uh, he dropped some sea bombs on us as well, didn't he? Which he did. Were, um, he did. Quite, which was which was hilarious. But no, it's always which they, were, they were they were as surprising as they were unwanted. <laughs> <laughs> but it's always a pleasure and a treat with Charlie. I mean, I, I know it goes without saying how much his music has impacted me growing up with it from all the different projects and stuff as it is. And you know, it's really awesome to see the relationship grow between the two of us and him over the years as well. So yeah, thanks again, Charles for 
for taking time out to come on. Um, obviously, please go and check out his brand new single, I See You, that is available on all platforms now. Um, have a mosh to Fight Star stuff because every single record they released is absolutely fantastic and you know you love to sing along to busted songs um and i'm really looking forward to see what coming what comes next with all of it all of it really is um gonna be very very interesting i might i might see if you're signing mo dick to his uh to his label i don't think he needs i don't think yes he doesn't need I that i don't know more I, I don't he doesn't need that know. pressure yeah, he doesn't does need that he evil. no yeah, he doesn't need he that doesn't. pressure my demands are through is, the roof thing is as we now know He's going to bring out his own rap yeah. project. So I don't think he's going to need to sign Mo Dick when he's got Charlie Sims. Or I'm trying oh. to think of uh, Chaz. Chaz Simp. Chaz Simpo. That sounds like a rap name. Chaz Simpo. <laughs> little Chaz. Little Simp. Little Simp. No, no, Little Simp. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. You can't be called Little Simp in this day and age, can you? What about Big Cuck? No, you can't be called Cuck. Um, <laughs> Charlie, Charlie. Anyway, anyway. Let's hope he signs Raiders. Um, but also, yes, fit, fit, what a what an absolute beautiful human. Um, and yeah, I can't believe you've got the two years, bro. Mm. This is nuts, isn't it? Yeah, literally, it's 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 just mind blowing to see how far everything's come on as well. And you know, not to be emo again, but we're just super grateful and we do appreciate it. I know we make a lot of jokes about things, and I know we we mention Patreon and and all that quite a lot. But we wouldn't be here if it wasn't without every single person yeah, listening's help and support and guaranteed putting it yeah. in your Instagram stories and sharing stuff, retweeting. Like, honest to God, that helps us more than you could ever know. So with these celebrations let's just go absolutely mad let's have a good time share it with your friends put it every single place you can and let's spread the word of these positive positive episodes yeah so yeah please if you if you can share this please share it any way you can it genuinely does help the more eyes on it the better um if you wanted to get us a birthday present for this mm. we will accept shares and likes and um good reviews please um, if you didn't get anything for my birthday December 29th last year which I know the majority of you didn't um, I wouldn't mind some shares and retweets of this podcast so please do that for me I would like that very much I appreciate you greatly yes and always remember to give us a follow on the social media at Sapman Pod on Twitter and Instagram if you're not already I'm going to try and spell it at S-A-P-P-E-N-I-N-P-O-D fucking nailed it in your face um, give us a follow give us a message do it again S-A-P-P-E-N-I-N-P-O-D uh, you missed the at but yeah you, you've got to do it at least twice right because it's like if someone goes right phone me now on 07971 blah 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 right you're always like what I got the first five or six you're gonna have to do it again at S-A-P-P-E-N-I-N-P-O-D give us a message and ask us some questions if you're wondering how the fuck have they reached two years we will answer that and um, reply with yeah. some funny oh, gifts yeah also send us questions like is now that uh, Morgan started doing the at and spelling the podcast name are there any more jobs left for Sean <laughs> That would be a good question. <laughs> the answer is no. So, uh, yeah, at Happening Pod, give us a shout. Give us a an idea of who you'd like for a guest. The more out of the box, the better. The stranger, the better. Because guess what? I would love Fred Durst on. I would love Mark Oppas on. I would love Billy Joe from Green Day on. I'd love Jimmy, uh, the old man who fronts Metallica on, right? But these are all massive stars who we have approached... 
and um, either I haven't got back to us or we'll do in the future apparently um, so yeah any out of the box ones that you thought that maybe we haven't thought about they don't have to be in bands they could work for bands they could be comedians they could be on TV they could be in film they could be sports stars anything just we are up for having a chat and getting the behind the scenes of any way of life so yeah. please have a think get in touch with us at happening pod on twitter and instagram yes well said so i'm going to put this out there right now sean between the over the next year between this and our third year anniversary is there anything you would absolutely love to try and do in that time is there any little goals um, you've got I want a Daryl Palumbo podcast. He mm-hmm. was the singer of Glassjaw, um, Head Automatica as well. Um, I would love him to come on the podcast. I would like a Fred Durst. I think that would be really oh, good. Obviously, yes. <clears throat> I don't know. I just just keep just for the podcast to keep growing, I guess. And grow. I don't even know. Grow in. Go in. Just go in. I'm just. <laughs> I'm. I'm happy. I'm happy where it is. Yeah, I just want to keep going, and uh, bro, I wasn't expecting to get this far. So <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, the fact you've that we get this many, far is fucking insane. You've said many a time you didn't think we'd we'd get this far, but no, like for me, it's just getting more, making more people laugh, making more people uh, have a good time, uh, escape from their day to day problems of the world and everything, and just yeah, just have a laugh in it. That's at, at the end of the day, we all want to have a little chuckle. We've done hundred more episodes than I thought we'd do. <laughs> well, you thought we do four. <laughs> I thought we do four. I thought we do like one of all of the blackout together, then just struggle to get friends. Yeah, just because when the blackout ended, it was such it was so abrupt that I was like, oh, I wonder if any of my friends will want to talk to me. Do they even remember me anymore? So yeah, the fact that we've done hundred this is episode hundred and four. That's absolutely bonkers to me, and the fact that we've got quite a few interviews backlogged as yeah. well and like in yeah. the system is is bonkers but we are considering putting out some of them on our patreon wall um as patreon gifts um as bonus content because some of, some of them are too good i think to um not use because some of them we had to chop down to use for festival episodes so um yeah we'll consider that um but yeah 104 episodes can't believe we've done it well done to you but well done to you <laughs> um i'm not being sarcastic just well done to you for putting up with me oh wow um, thank you that's well, a, that's 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 a fucking feat in itself so <laughs> well done no also also last week you did a podcast with our friend sophie eggleton as well oh yes that i think people people should check out so um yeah what was the name of the podcast uh, yeah, so basically the wonderful Sophie uh, Eggleton, who does who does a lot of social media work and a bit of journalism and everything, uh, has got a mental health podcast called Play, Pause, Repeat. That's Play, Pause, Repeat. And she asked me uh, to appear on their recent episode to talk about my battle with dyslexia as a journalist, podcaster, and former radio host. So, um, yeah, opened up quite a bit on that. I talked a lot about... Um, some some struggles I, I don't usually put in like the kind of public eye because I've never really wanted to use uh, dyslexia as an excuse for anything. So if that's um, interesting to anyone, go and go and check that out. 
Yeah, do go and check it out. Um, very interesting indeed. Um, ain't it mad though? Yeah. Ain't it mad it's got to the point where I'm going on other people's podcasts? Like, people want to fucking talk to me about stuff. Like, what, I, what's that I about? I, I, I was upset when I found out you were doing it. Um, <laughs> I was, I was going to get in touch with Sophie and go, well, when you ask me, what's... When you ask me about Morgan's dyslexia, <laughs> get me on. I don't know. Yeah, she goes, all oh, right, so Morgan suffers from dyslexia. Does he? <laughs> Ah, that explains that all explain the fucking the, wrong texts. That, that does explain. Yeah, that does explain some tweets. But oh, interesting. Anyway, gotta go. It's off. And yeah, the episode's like three, two minutes long. Oh, I didn't even know he's dyslexic. I'll go ask him. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, congratulations on you for doing it. And um, yeah, go and check that out, everyone. Um, yes. Right. Yes, well, we've got here the end of episode 104. But before we go, obviously, we need to say a massive thank you, not only to all of you for listening and getting this far and putting up with us for the last two years, but a biggest amount of love possible to every single person that's ever been in our Patreon community. Again, without them, this wouldn't happen. I know we go on about it, but they are literally the lifeline of Sapling Podcast. So, I love you. Sean loves you. Thank you very, very much. If you check out the description of this episode, there's a heap of names that we say thank you to. But Sean is now going to give a mahusive shout out to the elite members of that Sapling Podcast Patreon community. And as always, they've probably changed their names to something funny to have a laugh, to poke some fun. And let's find out what those crazy, crazy ideas are this week. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Thank you very much, you absolute set of diamonds to Kylie Wheeler, Mayumi Liwaway, Mitch Perry, um, Sarah James has put the name, surname, stupid, phoneme, I am. Ah. So the name there is Sarah is stupid or I am. 
I am and then that's her name thank you very much to Janelle Caston Emma Barber Kelly Young loves Amadine Urbano Nathan Croshaw Morgan wants to fight Sean Smith Mortal Kombat style Liam Conley Michael Engler Scooby Drew Styles Morgan wants to fight Loz Taylor and Matt Welsh in a paddling pool of jelly that wouldn't be a fight though would it I mean I don't I don't yeah, but that's not somebody's name. I'm just saying what you told me earlier before we started recording. <laughs> anyway, thank you very much to Kelly Owen, Kat Besant, Amadine Urbana, Tony Michael, Morgan wants to fight Matt Riddle, bro. Uh-oh. Amy Campion, Johnny Phillips, Morgan wants to wrestle Andy Williams. Fact. Thank you very much to Suckle My Nipple... Nooples. Suckle My Nooples. <laughs> Morgan wants to fight Stuart Richardson. That's a bad idea. Simon Amos. Happy second birthday. Love you guys. That's from Jodie Shannon. Thank you very much, Jodie. Jenny. Sappy number two. You daft twats, Munster. Kate Stevenson. Emily Senegals. Lucy Diaz. Dana Lasnova. Martina McManus. Kelly Morgan wants to fight Joel Birch Mallory. No, you no. don't. He'll kill you. Erin Howard, John and Emma, I like these all, Becky Andy, Marcy Jacobson, Louis Cook, Jason Heredia, Nula Clark, Jenny Robinson, Sandra Kuchek, Mike Cunningham, Kelly Cannon, Kevin Clark, Fill Me Balls, (laughs) James McNaught, Livy Cropper, Tallulah Grant, don't laugh you fucking child, (laughs) Stuart, Mark Andrews, Matt Atard and (laughs) Sai Martin McNaught. I don't know what he's done here. Sharifa Wadali, Lydia Henderson, Craig Top Off or Bottom Off Harris, Adam Parslow, Julia, get it fucking right, Sean Ravitch. Yes, she spelled it correct. Well, she she's made, she's made it uh, readable by me now. Thank you, Julia. Ravitch, Alice Wood, Joshua Crisp, and by last and no means least, the wonderful Keris Andrews. Thank you very much, so much to those people. We love you. You're such a good laugh. Thanks for being such absolute superstars to each other and to us. Like, thank you for the support. Yeah, the support for us is amazing. The support you do for each other is out fucking standing, right? It's it's unbelievable. It's something we never ever expected, and it makes me well up with um love for all you guys so thank you very very much for your support we appreciate you greatly we do we love every single one of you thank you for being you you are the reason we do this but just to clear up right if you're listening if you're not used to this part of the podcast um the the whole me wanting to fight people was something I, I've said on one previous episode that I mentioned someone I was fight if, if they were going to pick on Sean I said I would defend Sean basically I haven't revealed who, who I would want to fight, and I'm not going to, but I would just like to say there's no way in hell I would fight Stu or Joel or While She Sleeps or Matt Riddle or any of them because I would die. Yeah, you would. I'm sorry to say that, but you would. I would. Um, I know it's true. No abso- there's absolutely no hope for you in any of those situations whatsoever. No. The last thing I want is Stu mad at me as well, because he's literally one of the nicest guys of all time. And if he was mad at me, I think I'd probably cry. Yeah, but you've also seen him, where he looks like a fucking upside-down triangle of muscles. Yes, I know. Like, he, he could literally squash your head, I reckon. Yeah. Like, that wouldn't even take him much energy. No. No. Hardly anything. Anyway, thank you again, <laughs> as always, to everybody. If you got this far, let us know by tweeting at us the word... Um... Oh, what can we say? Sappy birthday? Hashtag sappy birthday. Yeah, because oh, it sounds like saps. Well, this yeah, has been quite sappy, to be honest. So, 
That is true. Sappy birthday. Hashtag sappy birthday. Right. See you all guys next week. Hopefully, if we don't die between now and then, hopefully we won. <laughs> keep, Fingers keep crossed. Keep out. Fingers crossed. If I do, are we at a lobby? Oh, oh my God. I've got tweets scheduled for the future, so it looks like I'm tweeting from the grave. Anyway, right. I got to go. Um, right. Thank you very much, everyone. We love you. Cheers. Morgan, I love you. Cheers. Sapnin! Sapnin! You're listening to Sapnin Podcast with Sean Smith and Morgan Richards. Thank you very much for downloading this podcast or streaming it or I don't, I don't know what else you do with podcasts. Um, thank you very much.